Stacy and Jay Spoon, East Coast Radio. Hi, ECR. This is Dr. Heidi Chapman. I am a chiropractor and a female health researcher with research in the field of dysmenorrhea, which is the fancy medical term for period pain. This is the most common gynecological complaint in women of reproductive age, with stats showing anything from 50% to 90% of women suffering with period pain at some point. This doesn't just include the pelvic cramps or the tummy pain that people have, but it includes things like headaches, nausea, fatigue, and even generalized musculoskeletal pain. So pain in the low back, in the neck, in the knees, in the muscles. And all of this contributes to the chronic pain experience that women have relating to menstruation. It's also the leading cause of absenteeism from work and school worldwide in females. Um, my study looked at musculoskeletal pain and menstrual pain, and I found that 45% of students in KZN didn't attend lectures due to period pain. And the impact is also extends into many domains of life, personal, so things like sleep disturbance, mood, stress, daily activities, exercise, relationships. It also affects the academic and work components of life, so the ability to attend work and lectures and general performance in work and school. And overall, this causes a decline in the quality of life of young women. Along with other countries, Spain has also now introduced regulations around menstrual leave, and this allows women with period pain to take leave from work. I think that this is a fantastic regulation because dysmenorrhea is already the leading cause of absenteeism. This allows women to be compensated for the time they are already taking off. And productivity also declines with menstrual pain and its associated symptoms. So it's great to take that into consideration with making someone go to work or school when they are in significant pain. Additionally, many women have self-medication or self-management um, that they do, so either heat or rest, and it's great that women would be able to do those things in a comfortable environment in order to manage their pain. A couple issues that we have in a South African context is, firstly, we have a huge period poverty issue. It is, at its core, a human rights issue that we haven't yet been able to eradicate. Up to 7 million schoolgirls do not have basic access to menstrual products during their period. And this causes a lot of stigma and shame around the topic itself. And is another reason that women and girls might be skipping school and work. We also need to address underlying causes. It's not something that we can just write off as period pain. There are many secondary causes for period pain. And this can be gynecological problems that need to be diagnosed by a doctor and then decide on what treatment is best. Unfortunately, our access to healthcare is also poor in South Africa with many women and girls not being able to get the help they need for this. It's great to see countries taking responsibility for female health and creating regulations that serve the unique needs that women have. However, there are some limitations in South Africa with what our fights are still like. I think it would be beneficial in South Africa as women and girls are really skipping work and school in order to manage their pain and their symptoms. But our primary concerns are relating to period poverty and access to menstrual products and female health care. I do think that regulations could be introduced on a smaller level, so maybe work and schools 
would be able to allow people to work from home. COVID kind of shifted everything online. We have a lot more access now to, to that. And that might be a simple solution for now until we address our bigger concerns. Thank you so much, East Coast, for bringing this issue to light. These conversations are so important and it's good to see it being discussed. To listen to these moments and anything else you might have missed, go to ecr.co.za and click on podcasts.